Is religion good or bad for us? Some reasons on both sides of the issue. You're listening to Psychology in 10 Minutes. I'm David B. Feldman. The period of the year in which I am recording this episode is one of the holiest for roughly 14 million Jews across the globe. As they celebrate the holidays of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, they look back on the past 12 months through the lens of their faith, counting their blessings and asking for forgiveness for their mistakes. For believers, it's a time of psychological and spiritual introspection, renewal, and growth. As we approached this momentous holiday, a rabbi recently shared with me his conviction that religion can be one of the most powerful forces for good in individuals' lives. Quote, It offers us the opportunity to be better, happier, healthier people. We shouldn't forget that. Unquote. Indeed, few forces have been historically more powerful than religion in shaping people's existences. According to a poll by the Pew Research Foundation, 77% of Americans say that religion is at least somewhat important in their lives, and 83% say they're fairly certain that God or a higher power exists. But not everyone agrees that religion is good for us, of course. There has been a long debate among scholars about this issue, with some claiming that it facilitates well-being, and others claiming that it leads to neurosis. In fact, there are few issues in the field of psychology as highly researched as this question. It isn't an easy question to answer, either. One stumbling block is that religion means vastly different things to different people. Even the meaning of the word religion has changed over the past few decades. You might be surprised to know, for instance, that the distinction between religion and spirituality is a relatively new one emerging only in the latter half of the 20th century. It has become increasingly common, of course, to hear people say that they're spiritual but not religious, with approximately one in four adults in the United States now identifying as such. But some have cautioned against making too much of this distinction. Researcher Kenneth Pargament, for instance, has pointed out that, for many people, religion and spirituality can't be so easily separated. Although someone participating in a religious service certainly is partaking in organized religion, he or she may simultaneously be undergoing a very personal spiritual experience, inspired by the sermon, music, or the beauty of the building. Because of this difficulty teasing things apart, most psychological research on religion includes spirituality in the mix. Literally thousands of studies have now investigated the relationship between religion and well-being. Lucky for us, in 2015, Duke University professor of psychiatry Harold Koenig and his research team carefully reviewed more than 3,000 studies published prior to that time. A total of 79% of them showed a link between religion-slash-spirituality and psychological well-being. A majority also demonstrated a relationship with physical well-being. In fact, one of the most widely celebrated findings is that religion and spirituality are related to longer life. About 68% of published studies on the topic have found that link. In one study, for instance, 
Researchers followed 8,450 people between the ages of 40 and 90 plus for more than eight years, noting those who passed away of any cause. The results revealed an 18% reduction in the risk of dying during this period for people who attended church services at least once per week, and a 30% reduction for those attending more than once per week, numbers approaching the power of regular, moderate physical exercise. But we should be very careful how we interpret these findings. Although it's clear that relationships exist between religion and spirituality, and both psychological and physical well-being, it is not clear exactly why they exist. That's because religion is a complex, multifaceted phenomenon that can influence people in many ways. Here are three of the most important reasons that researchers believe religion and spirituality may be good for us. And one reason it might not be. Reason number one. Better health habits. Many religions encourage people to take care of their bodies and minds. The New Testament, for instance, calls the human body a temple of the Holy Spirit, encouraging followers to be good stewards of their physical selves. In the Hindu faith, the practice of Ayurveda specifies particular ways to care for one's health, including eating certain foods and avoiding others. Perhaps because of such teachings, a number of studies have shown that religiousness is associated with better general health habits including lower rates of smoking and alcohol consumption, as well as greater likelihood of undergoing regular medical screenings. Reason number two, enhanced coping. The ways that people cope with stress might also account for the relationship of religion and spirituality with well-being. When we encounter problems in our lives, researchers have observed that people can use religion to cope in both healthy and unhealthy ways. Positive religious coping consists of strategies that reflect a trusting relationship with God and a sense of spiritual connectedness to other people, including reframing stressful events as reflecting the work of a benevolent God and seeing oneself as collaborating with God to solve problems. It's important to note, however, that not everyone who considers himself to be religious or spiritual practices such healthy coping people can also experience spiritual discontentment, religious conflict, or come to believe that negative events are punishments from God. And these experiences appear to work against our ability to cope. Reason number three, social support. A final important way that spirituality and religion may impact well-being is through social and emotional support. The word fellowship is often associated with Christian communities, while the words chavura, from the Hebrew for friendship, and sangha, Pali for community, are used in similar ways by Jews and Buddhists. Many religious institutions run support groups for people coping with emotional and physical difficulties, provide personnel to visit the sick and their families, or offer food and other resources to individuals with low incomes. Although religious groups are hardly the only sources of support in people's lives, for believers, they can be important ones. But despite all of the research connecting religion with well-being, it's important to avoid concluding 
that people who consider themselves atheist or agnostic can't be just as healthy and happy as those who are religious. All three of the factors just mentioned can be present in non-religious people's lives in plentiful quantities. Non-believers can, and often do, take excellent care of themselves, cope well with stress, and engage in loving and supportive relationships. It's also important to realize that religion and spirituality aren't always associated with greater well-being. People who experience struggles with their religious and spiritual beliefs often experience greater anxiety, depression, and other forms of lowered psychological well-being. In addition, although people who believe in a forgiving God tend to forgive themselves when they make mistakes, those who believe in a less forgiving God deal with themselves more harshly. In one study, for instance, researchers even found that when HIV-positive men believed in a merciful and forgiving God, they experienced significantly slower disease progression. But when they believed in a harsh, judgmental, and punishing God, their disease actually ended up progressing faster. The particular ideals of a religious or spiritual system really matter. So as much as it may be tempting to buy into oversimplifications like religion is good, real life is not so clear. Although the research shows that religion and spirituality are often helpful, we should be open to the idea that specific aspects of religion may be good or bad for our health under different circumstances. Any complete understanding of human psychology can't overlook the many ways that religion can impact its believers. As the rabbi expressed, research shows that religion certainly can be a powerful force for good in people's lives. But just like anything powerful, understanding it as fully as possible, both for better and for worse, is the real fundamental good. And that was Psychology in 10 Minutes. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you, and so would other listeners. Take 30 seconds to write us a quick review on iTunes, or just tell a friend about the show. I really appreciate your help in getting the word out about Psychology in 10 Minutes. Thanks for listening.